The sun's blistering hot rays beat down and singed my skin, rays so hot even the shaded woods and sunscreen didn't stop the burning. I sprinted, sucking in big gulps of air. I needed shelter and chastised myself for parking my car two miles away. I knew I couldn't keep this pace for two more miles. Pebbles and rocks pelted me like hail during a Georgia winter storm. They bounced off my head, pinged me on my arms and legs. It would have been funny if it didn't hurt. Out of energy, I sought shelter under an oak tree. I pressed my back against it, and the bark pierced my skin, but it hurt less than the rocks. I bent over, hands on my knees, and drew in air, hoping to catch my breath, when another rock clipped me on my right knee. Knock it off! I yelled. Another rock dropped through the tree's branches and smacked my head. I rubbed the spot and felt a bump beginning to form. Ouch, that hurt! Another rock the size of a small lemon plopped down at my feet, but at least it didn't make contact with my battered body. I picked it up and tossed it between my hands. This ain't gonna work. I can't hear you, let alone see you. My psychic juju's out of whack, so unless you can spell with these rocks, you're screwed. Capiche? The rock stopped, but only for a short time. Thank God. I hit play on my iPhone and ran. Halfway through the first song, another rock smacked me on the head. My face tightened, and through pressed lips I said, Enough already. I can't help you. If I could, don't you think I would? Just to stop the darn rock attack? A small tree branch cracked me on the arm. Now that's just rude. One by one, rocks battered my legs. I doubled my pace, feeling the tiredness in my legs kick in. Boy, you're a testy one, huh? The rocks hit me at breakneck speed, and no matter how fast I ran, I couldn't escape them. I knew it took copious amounts of energy for ghosts to move objects. Usually they wore out quickly and had to disappear to recoup that energy. So I egged the ghost on, hoping to tire it out enough to make it go away. My heart pounded. I picked up my pace. Is that all you got? Come on, Casper, bring it. I thrust out my chest and sprinted for a full minute, jumping over tree stumps and thrown rocks. I relished my ability to conquer an unseen competitor and did my best Rocky Balboa imitation, hands in the air and cheering, until I tripped and face-planted it into a pile of animal poop. Crap. I pulled off my T-shirt, exposing my workout bra, wiped my face with the shirt, and waited. The rock stopped. I'd worn out the ghost, but it won up me with a face plant. Touché, I said, and sulked the rest of the way to my car. I'd lost the ability to hear and see ghosts after my father died six months ago, but that hadn't stopped them from trying to connect. I understood the desperate need for closure, for a final chance to say I love you or ask for forgiveness. I needed something similar because when I lost my father and my gift, I also lost my connection to my mother, whose spirit had been a constant in my life for almost a year. All of my efforts to fix my gift had failed, and when a ghost tried to connect, it just left both the ghost and me frustrated and annoyed. On the drive home, I called my best friend Mel and told her about the face plant. So I had another one, I said. Did you see it? Nope. Hear it? Nope. What did it do? Attacked me. What? How?
she asked. Threw rocks at me. She giggled. Ticked it off, huh? Maybe just a little. Uh Uh-huh. My entire body will be purple by this time tomorrow. Could be worse, she said. It is. Oh, crap. Exactly. Huh? she asked. Crap. Speak English, please, says the Asian. Born and raised in New Jersey, baby. Tell me what happened. So I did. I held the phone away from my ear while she laughed. You done, I whined. You just made my (laughs) crappy day better. She busted out, laughing at her own joke. Are you at Fowler Park? Mel asked. Nope, the bike trail at Central Park. I hate that place.